When it comes to your finances, go for the credit card that's always there for you. With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, that means no more waiting for, quote, normal business hours just to get a hold of someone. We're talking real service from real people whenever you need it. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck, like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome to the Jill on Money Show. It's Monday, February 6th, and we are here answering your financial questions. And if you have a question, if you have a concern, if you have, I don't want to say bothering you, but you've just been pondering, because sometimes it's a problem that people will call us with, but sometimes it's actually an opportunity or a gut check kind of moment. And if that is you, any of those situations, why don't you get in touch with us? The easiest way to do that is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button. And when you complete the form, there's a little box at the end, which says, are you willing to come on the show live? If you say yes, Mark does everything else. Isn't that neat? And uh, by the way, thanks to all of you who have helped make the first couple of weeks of the book sales really great. I appreciate that. If you are interested in learning about the Great Money Reset, just go to the website, jillonmoney.com. Okay, today we are on the line with Myra, who is in Connecticut. Hello, Myra. How are you? How can we help you out today? Hi, uh, Jill and Mark. I've been pondering one question, so I'm going to get laid off before the end of March. Um, I will get a large severance payment, and I just wanted to see, just to decrease taxes on it, because I plan on getting a job, you know, within a couple of months. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if I should um, contribute to my four hundred one k, like the traditional one, so I could lower my income, or should mm -hmm. I just continue to do the Roth four hundred one k? Interesting. Um, wait a minute. Wait. I want to go back a second. So you've already been notified that you'll be getting laid off at the end of the first quarter, at the end of March, right? Correct. Yes. And uh, how much do you earn right now? One sixty five. Okay. Are you single? Are you partnered? Are you married? Yes, I'm single. Um, I do have a son. Um, he's seven. And I also have my parents living with me. Oh, my um, God. You got you got a house full. The multi-generational <laughs> Myra. Yes. Um, so for last year, um, on your $165,000, did you make a retirement plan contribution? Yes. And last year was my first year that I did um, the full, uh, the Roth 401k. And you maxed it out. 
I maxed it out. Yeah. Wow. So you've got a seven-year-old. You got your parents. How old are your parents? So my dad is 75 and my mom is 67. And they all, you all live in the same house. And who owns the house? Do you own the house I or do. do they own? You own I, the house. I own it, yeah. How much is that house worth? I want to say like between 350 and 400K. I only have like 80K of a mortgage standing on it. Wow. Um, Wait, yeah. what's the interest rate on the mortgage? Oh, it's really low. It's um like 2.25. Are you making extra payments on that? No, I stopped. Like, I started hearing your podcast like a year and a half ago, and I just stopped making extra payments. Oh, good. Excellent. Okay, wait. I want to do a few more factoids. How old are you? I am 43. So your parents live with you in this house that's almost paid off. You make 165 grand before this layoff. How much money do you have set aside? So let's go into a couple of categories. So how much is in the Roth 401k right now? The Roth 401k only has 30k right now. Because you just um, did it last year, basically, right? I, I, I did a little bit the year before. Um, right, so what about the traditional? The traditional is 870K. Ooh, baby. Any other retirement assets? An IRA somewhere else? Yes. Or anything? Yeah, yes. what do you got? Um, I got uh, two Roth IRAs, and they have a combined 17K. And I do have a brokerage account. How much um, is in the brokerage account? Like around 50K. Do you consider that your emergency reserve or do you have an extra savings or checking or money market account? So the safe money, which I call it emergency slash new house fund because I was looking to buy a new bigger house. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have 171K in that type, in that fund. Um, mm-hmm. 100K of it is in treasuries and, and 20K is in I-bonds. So it's very liquid. So mm-hmm. part of that 171K. That's great. All right, so let's talk. What is the large severance check that you're due to receive? It's around one hundred forty thousand. Whoa! Yeah, all taxable, right? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Hence your worry about like, uh-huh. hello, I am in yeah. a high tax bracket. So when you claim, you claim um, head of household. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're very. You sound so uh, sure that you will be able to get another job. Are you really super duper duper sure? Um, well, I've been really stressed about it, but I, I, I kind of uh, talk to myself not to, but I could get a job easily. It's just probably I won't get it in the same salary. I probably would have to get a pay cut. Is, All right. Well, wait a minute. Let's, let's do this for a second. Let's say, um, what do you think that pay cut would be? 15K uh, lower. All right. Wait, let's say even lower. Could you, if you made, let's say 125,000, could you live on that? Do you, can you afford that? Tell us about your cash flow. Like what's happening? My monthly expenses. And I, and to be honest with you, I don't really keep track of my expenses in all honesty. I should. Fair enough. I got you. Don't worry. No judgment, girl. No judgment. Uh, yeah. So, but including everything, like even like for vacations, um, excluding any savings. So mm-hmm. it's around six six to seven K a month. All right. So, well, that's not terrible. I mean, you could basically, if you had to, in other words, look, I'm just a little bit concerned, not about anything you've told me because you're 43 years old. You've already saved a boatload of money. All right. So you're in great shape. Um, We're going to talk about the kid in a second. I mean, I think there's a part of me that feels like I just want to make sure that we don't overestimate what you can do because, you know, maybe the economy is going to be a little bit shakier. You know what I mean? Like, let's just, I don't want to go too crazy. 
That's, I guess, what I'm saying to you. You know, you're saving a lot of money, but like if you had to, you could basically break even, pay your bills on, let's say, about 125 grand. I'm just doing that sort of a back of the envelope, like your taxes at the federal level, your taxes at the state level. I'm just like lopping off a big chunk. But that should be able, that's pretty comfortable for you, okay? At 125, you'll do it. You won't save, but it'll be okay. So right now, do you have, besides the mortgage, any other debt that's outstanding? No, like I, I, I pay off credit cards every month. I, every time I buy a car, I buy it in cash. So okay. no, nothing. Great. And what about saving for the seven-year-old? Are you trying to save for college or you're not really focused on that? I am, but that's where I think I, I probably need to do more focus on. Um, right now I have 7K and his 529 and then 10K and an I-bond that I bought for him. All right. So are you using the Connecticut Higher Education Trust, the CHET plan? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So let's say that if you were to end up in a high tax bracket for this year, this one year, because I get what you're saying, that you know you would have even if you just made 125 plus you have the first quarter earning of 165, would you really need to kind of put some more money aside for taxes? I think the answer is yes, because I'm just looking here at the head of household claiming range. It's It looks to me like you're going to be in the top bracket of 32%, which is 170000 to 215. Do you file with the standard deduction right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that knocks off 20 grand. You know, I'm sort of thinking that maybe you should do a pre-tax for this year. Right now for this year, you're choosing the Roth and you're maxing out, right? Yes. Okay. So I want to flip it back to a pre-tax for this year, this year only, by the way. And I want you to try to max it out before you leave, if, yeah. if possible. I don't know if you're really going to be able to do it, but I want to pull a lot of money out. They won't. Would they pull your 401k out of your severance or not? Do you know? I don't, I, I, I think they would because it's paid uh, through the payroll. Mm. So I would think it, it would. I would just double check with that. If not, I don't know. Like I'm sort of, I mean, you have cash right now, so you could make it work. It's just that it would make your cash flow really kind of crappy, right? If you were to max out of $20,000 came out over the next two months, you clearly would have to dip into your savings and then replenish it when the severance came. So if you can manage that in your head, if that feels okay to you, then I would do it. The severance comes, let's presume it was the second case that we have to replenish your savings, right? So let's say that, you know, you needed um, $25,000, $30,000 out of your safe money. So you get your $140,000. Are they going to pull the taxes out all at once? I hope they do. They do, yeah. Okay, good. So let's say there's a hundred, and you got to replenish your savings for thirty. So now you have an extra seventy grand in your mind. That extra seventy grand, what do you think you want to do with it? I, I'm thinking of put it put maybe ten k in the five twenty nine, and then um, the other just because I I've been I've been meaning to buy a bigger house. You've been meaning like I've been busy on this project. I would have. <laughs> I mean, okay, wait a second. I want to just talk about the house thing. Yeah, because. I feel like if you buy a bigger house, then your expenses are going to go up. Yeah. Okay. So my hope would be that we see what happens next before you pull the trigger on a new house. And what I mean by that is 
maybe you're going to surprise yourself. Maybe you will get a job for 160000 Maybe you'll be psyched. Maybe it'll be 180000 I don't know. But I think you should absolutely not buy a new house until you are secure in your next job. Okay. And the reason is your expenses are really low right now on the house itself. It might be small, it might be tight with the parents and the kid, but it's that juicy low two and a quarter percent mortgage rate, which is going to be really tough for you to swallow because if your house is worth, say, 350 or 400 right now, what would you want to buy? What kind of house and how much would it cost for you to get into a house that you would want? So new house dream. Give me the amount. That's that's my, my problem right now. So right now where I'm at, um, I could probably see myself buying a house that's worth probably like seven fifty, you know, you know, seven fifty. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. and like you said, I, I am scared of that because that does bring more expenses. I'm gonna say you know? this right now. No. You're no. not gonna buy a new house. Do you hate me for that? What can we do to your house right now to make it more livable? The problem is, you know, to be honest, I love this little house. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I'll cry if I sell it. But the problem is it's more like um, it's not really in a good neighborhood. So mm-hmm. like my, but I only care more for my son. Like I want to get him to like a nice neighborhood so he can have more friends. Mm-hmm. You know, basically that's it. You know, for my son, he can have playmate, you know, play dates over. Okay. Here's what I'm going to tell you. He's going to have to suck it up for a year. And that's very easy for me to say because I'm not a parent. But here's why. What's most important to me is that we secure your financial life right now. You're in this big, huge transition. Huge. Okay. And until we know where you land, taking on another transition of another, of a larger home with a larger mortgage and like signing up for that puts all of you at risk. And so what I would be very careful about is I know that that in your heart, that is what you want. I know that intellectually, it's going to be better for your kid in the long run. But can we make this decision in a year or 18 months? A couple of things will happen between now and then. One is we'll know what your job is. Two, we'll have a better sense of what the real housing market looks like. Because I got to tell you something, if you get a half a million dollar mortgage, it's not going to be a two and a quarter percent. Okay. And it's going to be at like right now, let's say it's at 6% or even in a year, let's say it's at 5%, even four and a half. That's a big payment change for you. And if you have a job where you had to sort of suck it up and we go into a much deeper recession that anyone anticipates and you just say, you know what, I'm going to take a job. I don't care. You're going to be happy. You had these low expenses. And if you can wait a year, 18 months, we're going to have a lot more information and I will invite you to come back. I promise. But for you in that extra 70 grand that you have that's built up, what I would say is the 10 grand in the 529 plan, and you can add the other 60, you can add, you know, you're going to, because remember what I'm, what I'm saying to you is whatever it is to like keep that safe money, new house fund, if you can keep that at, let's call it 170, 200, whatever, let's call it 200, the rest of the money you can sort of set aside until you see what happens. I mean, you might have, for all I know, you'll have, if you had $250,000 saved up and everything goes great for you, then yeah, maybe we can look at the house. But I wouldn't do that right now. I really wouldn't because I feel like, you know, you're in a better neighborhood and then you lose your job and then you lose your house and then you're back in the, you're the neighborhood you don't want to be in. Yeah, no, thank you. You're not going to lose your house. 
but no, I'm not, no. I don't need to scare the crap out of you. I really don't. But I just, you get what I'm saying, right? Yes. And that has, has been my fear always on that, buying a larger house with a bigger mortgage. That's always been my fear. But you know what? You might, listen, you might, you really might be able to do it. I just don't know where we, where you land on the other side of this new, of this job is going to help give us a lot of guidance. And we don't have that yet. So if you can keep, you know, if you can sort of be like, I can be okay, then I think you're going to be well served by that. I really do. Can you live with it? Yes, I think I can. I think I can. That's great. I think I can. I think I can. (laughs) (laughs) You are the little engine that could. Uh, Okay. Question for you. Do you have your estate documents done? Yes, I have a will, I have the guardianship, I have term life insurance. So I, I th- should I, I, I got a 30 year individual one for 70, 750K. Yep. When my son was born. Yeah. So it's seven years in. Like, should I uh, replenish it again? Like, no. No? no, you're in good shape. You're good. You're absolutely, I wouldn't do a thing with it. Truly. You'll be in good shape. And, you know, listen, I think if you can have, show a little bit of patience right now, this is being smart and opportunistic, really. Otherwise, I just, I don't want to see you get into a funky situation where you're like, oh, how'd I get here? We can avoid this. We can really, really avoid this. So um, if you're cool with that, then I'm going to invite Mark. She goes right to the head of the queue when in, in a year from now, when she comes back on, she goes, it's Myra. I'm making 225. I want my new house. Let's make it happen. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think you're in good shape. You really have done an amazing job. Single parent, rocking and rolling. Give us a holler when you know what the next job is. Okay. Thank you so much. I, I You guys are like my the celebrities of mine, you know, lately. So <laughs> I'm very happy. You got to expand your, uh, you really have to expand your circle a little bit if we're your celebrities. We're just regular people like you. All right. Thank you very much for listening and thanks for getting in touch with us. So if you are like Myra and there's a lot of change in your life, usually these changes come with, you know, sort of the job situation. Why don't you get in touch with us? All you need to do is go to jillonmoney.com, click the contact us button, let us know if you'd be willing to come on the air. Don't forget to sign up for the free weekly newsletter and check out all the cool content uh, that Mark and Karen are popping on the web all the time. So, uh, you know what else is there, of course, is the book, The Great Money Reset. I encourage you to buy a copy for you and maybe a loved one or maybe a not so loved one, but someone who's got to maybe think about resetting their financial life or their real life. Either way, it would be great. Excellent. All right. Great way to start the week. Thanks, everybody. Put your hands metaphorically on someone's back. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Do you know a high schooler who is a natural leader and loves to give back to their community? The Leukemia and Lymphoma Society's Student Visionaries of the Year program might be the perfect opportunity forming strong teams to support them. Student Visionaries of the Year candidates fundraise for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society in honor of a pediatric blood cancer survivor in their local community. This seven-week philanthropic leadership development program helps students gain valuable life skills like project management, communication, financial literacy, and entrepreneurship. Not to mention, it looks great on college applications. But most importantly, it's a chance for students to engage in meaningful work within their community and make a real impact on the lives of blood cancer patients and their families. 
Learn more about Student Visionaries of the Year or nominate a student at lls.org students. That's lls.org students.